0: Welcome to a Self-Care Sunday special episode to fit in with our Body Confidence mini-series. Today we're talking to Merv from You at Yours and this is how our interview went. Welcome to the show, boudoir photographer Mervyn from You at Yours. Mervyn's photography helps women feel more confident in their bodies on their journey to self-love. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much.
0: We're very, very happy to have you here.
1: I am like delighted, genuinely, you know, like can I just say real quickly, as a man doing this thing to be invited into a female-only space to talk about what I do, big, big deal. Aww. And I have to say that because, you know, immediately I get looked at as, wait, hold on a second, what's this person doing? And then you dig a bit deeper, and then actually let's investigate a bit more, and then you end up sat in this chair, and that's quite incredible. So thank you for at least investigating.
2: Well, thank you. I'm very humbled by that. Mm. And actually, we, we're just delighted to have you because it's nice to have um, a different voice mm-hmm. um, and it's nice to get a male's perspective and a male's voice who works with women in this space all the time. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to hear it from mm. all different voices, mm. not just women's. Thank you. So we're delighted to have you. Thanks.
0: I'm guessing that a question you must get all the time is, why? Why do you do this job? Yeah. Because yeah. when I was chatting to people about it and I was saying, you know, there's a we we might do a shoot, we might not, everyone assumed you were a woman.
1: Mm. mm. Did they? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Early on when I first started out, I was doing in-person consultations, and I showed up, so photographers generally, they don't, I mean, the world's a bit different now, but before, like, photographers are always hiding behind their photos you would just go on their Instagram or their website it's just pictures yeah. you have to dig really deep to find out who it is and so I remember meeting this woman and it was an in person consultation and I sat down opposite her and she thought I was just some random dude I had no idea that I was the photographer she'd booked to meet. oh wow you know and yeah. that was like 2018 or something and so that was the first and only time that ever happened then I realized I had to like really put myself out there and then things changed drastically because And even now, to this day, even just yesterday, people tell me they think they really know me before they've met me. Because I'm just on my stories all the time and I'm just out and about like pretty much most social platforms.
2: Is that conscious because of the work that you do?
1: Actually, it's an outlet for me as well. It helps, it benefits, but it's more of a side effect. I For me, it's about having a space where I can, I've can i got community, I guess, and I talk and I share, and they get me and vice versa to a degree because I now have met most of them. They've come to my events. They support me. Many of them I've worked with, obviously, to some degree or another. So, yeah, I guess... Yeah, it's kind of nice, actually, to kind of also you meet someone and you're like a face to a name, and yeah. yeah, it's really cool.
0: I'd love to know how you got into this. Well, can yeah. you
1: tell
2: us? Let, can we start with what he, what you do? Yeah. Yes.
1: And, yes. You what you do <laughs> and then,
2: and then everyone listening will understand. And then we've got so many questions sure. for you on body yeah. confidence. Yeah, sure, sure, um, sure. But yeah, let us know about you more about your job.
1: So interestingly, on the um on the intro you gave me, I'm actually trying to move away from the term photographer. Like um, it's quite a difficult thing and we're doing a lot of work now to figure out how we can go about doing that because actually the photos and the emphasis on the pictures, as you spoke about before the show, is actually the highlights on the wrong thing. The photos are the side effect of the thing that you did. They're a reminder of the thing you did. It's kind of like going on a roller coaster and then getting a photograph at the end of it. Whereas okay, it, what's stopping people from entering that space is they're thinking about the pictures. Mm. They're worried, I won't look like that, I can't pose like that and so on and you know, we're actually, yes, there should be, and I say should, some level of fear and vulnerability and nerves going into that space because you are doing something that's, that's something that's quite terrifying, like a roller coaster. Um, yeah. So, you know, I would I would suggest that this is a way more than just pictures, and I'm a lot more than a photographer. And this is the feedback I'm getting. I'm just saying, it's two people yesterday. One person said I should be a therapist. The other person said I Aww. should be a coach. Aww. Both clients of mine. So. They're like, you're underselling yourself and I've been told this constantly. So I'm actually trying to move away from that notion. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also boudoir is another one. Yes. It, it ends up looking that way yes. because they decide that's the journey they wanna go on. I shot someone in a Lilo and Stitch onesie the other day because that's how she felt comfortable in her own skin. Good for her. Yeah, It's not something that I dictate. I just give, I, I, I reflect the energy that's given to me. Mm-hmm. So I encourage everyone who's packing a bag or think about doing this, who are you? Bring something that's sentimental, but who do you want to be? What are your dreams? Pack an outfit that matches that, and then let's explore that.
2: Nice. I would pack Wonder Woman. <laughs> would you do it? Got that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, uh, <laughs> I would. <laughs> um, so,
1: so just to elaborate very, very briefly. Like what I do is I help people see themselves in a way they've never seen themselves before um, through photography. That's the end point. They yeah. get a still that captures that. But yep. often it's the experience. The, like all the testimonials, all the videos, they all talk about the day. I've mm-hmm. never felt so alive. I've never seen myself in that way before. I didn't know I was capable of doing that kind of thing. And I mean the hundreds of people that I've worked with, everyone has it. Everyone has that fire. No matter how much you put yourself down, how much you think you're incapable, how what you think you look like, everyone. And it's just about it's about trying to unravel those layers that have like hidden it, and that could be many things like you know, body change, motherhood for many people. You know, um, sometimes it's something really traumatic. Like, I shot someone last week who lost a leg back in November. You oh know, my and so then, like, that's, that's a really funny story. Well, she laughed, so then I was able to laugh. <laughs> she, she dealt with it through she dark set the humor, tone. Yeah, yeah. She set the tone, and she said to me, She was like, I used to really hate my nose, Merv. I really hated my nose, then I lost my leg. My nose is amazing.
0: Mm, wow. Perspective is. wow. It?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you just said shit. <laughs> like it's it's just phenomenal to like sort of help people on that journey. So yeah, that's what I do.
2: So how did you get into it?
1: It started by firstly, I've always been this way. If you're in my life, a friend, a family member, I've always been someone that's been supportive. Like you can't be around me and like be really negative towards yourself. I'm someone that's just like, no, let's address that. How can we help you with that mindset? Um, And so I was shooting weddings back in 2017 and you've been there, you've been at a wedding and a photographer rocks up with this big camera and you get suddenly really self-conscious, right? You're worried about what you look like, you know, and I'll talk about this later, I'll give you some tips on that. Um, So the next step beyond that is if you're British, especially, you get into self-deprecation mode and start projecting verbally how fat and ugly you are so it's would, only polite to do that <laughs> surely. well that's the problem right so I, I would be pointing a camera at a group of people or a person and they'll tell me you're gonna have to stand back a mile mate to get oh. me in the photo or my face is gonna break your lens and oh. all these things you've heard it right yeah. Of course. it's horrible awful. it's awful. awful so I'm naturally quite an empath so I'm like no don't say that about yourself like I'm gonna help you I'm gonna show you you get to the end of a wedding doing that 50 times it will kill you Yep. And I was sat in the car Draining. more than one occasion, like crying in the car, because it just drained emotionally from trying to help with these people. And I was like, okay, let's use your skills to better use. So I just went down this other path. I actually had a client, uh, so a couple, and she approached me privately saying she wanted to do one of these sexy photo shoots for her partner, and never done it before. And I told her this, she was like, don't care, trust you, it's gonna be fun, let's just hire a room or something, and let's just go for it. And we had a great time. And she turned to me at the end, and she's like, don't care what the photos look like, I had the greatest day, thank you so much. And that sort of sparked the sort of notion and then moving away from things like Photoshop and filters, because at the beginning I did, like every other Boudoir photographer out there, Mm. I was like, you know, get rid of the the imperfections, Mm. and then felt immediately disgusted by it and just stopped. Like I think it was, I did it once, and I was like, no, that's not okay. So I just don't anymore. So it's all unfiltered, all unphotoshopped. As you are.
2: People seeing their beauty as they are.
1: Exactly. I love it.
2: Why? Tell us some common reasons that a woman comes to you for Mm. a shoot. Are there some?
1: There are some. Usually a life change. Uh, So there could be an age, it could be a separation or a divorce. That's usually a big one. Um, I find actually mothers get to a point where they've realized that they've sacrificed everything and they've neglected themselves Mm -hmm. and they've lost, in that journey, they've lost who they are and that one comes up quite a lot. Um, wow, so and it's that's, like a
2: reclaiming.
1: Basically, mm. it's going back to the person that you know is still, is still in there, they just haven't had time or energy or the confidence to even begin looking. So it's that's quite an interesting one. Well,
0: you've also given your body physically to mm. another person for nine months as you grow them, yep. you birth them, yep. stuff changes, yep. you, you might breastfeed them, yep. that changes, yep. and you know, your body doesn't belong to you for a really long Mm. time, and then suddenly it does, but then you have this identity of I'm now a mother, does that still make me a sexual being? Mm -hmm. Has that changed who I am? Mm -hmm. You know, all these sorts of things. You've got women who've got caesarean scars, they might have stretch marks, they look different. It changes you, fundamentally and physically.
1: Absolutely, and I guess that's the celebration that I try to encourage is it's changed, but it can still be great. Mm. Just because it's different doesn't mean it's now less than. Mm. And you know, I've worked with people who have been pregnant. One funny story is a woman who came in and she had maybe four or five shoots with me prior, and she came in and she was heavily pregnant. And I was like, "T like, how soon are you going to drop?" And she's like, "Oh, this week." Yeah. I just dropped it casually, and I was like, "If you look like you're going to pop, I'm just going to scream and take photos." <laughs> And she didn't. And the whole point of that was to celebrate her womanhood yeah. beyond being pregnant. Mm. She wanted to not lose that once she entered motherhood, mm. which I thought was an amazing mm. like mm. suggestion. And then actually she gave birth that night. And did then, she? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she wow. came back in two weeks later and um, we had this gorgeous shoot with her and a newborn and like did a breastfeeding shoot and stuff. And, lovely. Yeah. That's, lovely. Yeah, so so good. That's lovely. So good.
0: How old are the women you shoot? Varies. Ish. What's the youngest and what's the oldest?
1: Uh, youngest, uh, 22 I believe she was. Yeah. She was told constantly by her mother, auntie, grandmother, I think, how you better enjoy it now because it's gonna go downhill from here, love. You know, just constantly being told that, that's awful. Oldest, a lady in, I never asked, but I would say late 60s, early 70s. Mm-hmm. Sad story again, realized she spent her whole life just not enjoying what she already had. Wish mm-hmm. she had done something like this in her, 30s, 40s, mm. I don't know exactly what she said. Yeah. Which is quite sad, but also beautiful that she's finally got it because her life isn't over still.
2: What are there common insecurities that the women have that you shoot? That you hear all the yeah, time. like yeah. what you said at the wedding, yeah. like, oh, I'll, I'll break your lens or... Yeah. Nothing. I mean, just...
1: Not even physically, I would say mentally. I would say that one thing is everyone thinks that they should know how to pose. There's this like, this idea that I'm defunct because I don't know how to look good in front of the camera. Everyone says it as if, you missed posing class at school. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Like like let's be realistic. You don't you can't just learn you don't just know how to cook. Yeah. You know, if you wanna know how to pose, you gotta practice it. And in fact, you know, I've had people admit that they were practicing posing and looking on YouTube and stuff before the shoot. And I don't want anyone to do that. I've worked with models who've hired me to shoot them as people. You know, I've worked with content creators and people that are on stage and stuff. And the goal is to remove that. We're not trying to pose you here. It's not about the pictures, remember. We're trying to get into who you are as a person and how you want to move your body. So my goal is to get you to feel whatever emotions and whoever you want to be on that day and have that depicted, mm. that's the goal. So going back to your question, forgive me, I can, <laughs> um, I say posing is a big one, a big one. As far as physically, it's usually like tummies. I say tummies is like the most common area on, on the body that people generally would have asked me to try and hide. But then once they're in the space and they get through it, What's fascinating is actually once because I'm like I'm not hiding your time I'm not that's not my job if I don't show your tummy then I'm actually like Do encouraging you. your very your very insecurity yeah so you know I'll smile and nod but actually I know I'll get some fantastic images of their body entire body and then what happens is they come and look at the pictures and they don't notice it mm. and that is the beauty of this wow. they're not even looking at their tummy they're like oh my god she looks so powerful and and that's that's what we're trying to get to
2: that's nice so. Because we're doing body confidence this week, mm-hmm. and it's such a massive topic, mm-hmm. especially for women. I mm-hmm. think it affects men as well, but not in the, to the same degree. Mm. How, how are you bringing that out in women? How are you making them feel comfortable mm. for that shoot? Mm. And does it exist beyond the
1: shoot? Good question. So within that space, first, it's got to be comfort. You know, I can't have anyone get to that place unless they feel comfortable. So to get to that point, they have to be well informed. I I tell them everything, that everything from beginning to end, what exactly what's going to happen, and then they'll wake up in the morning, they'll be shitting themselves like everyone. In fact, if you're not, I am shitting myself because <laughs> <laughs> you know because then there's something not going on here. You know, you're yeah. not you're detached from the thing, and I don't that makes me uncomfortable. So. um, then, um, then, yeah, they get comfortable in that space. I often sit with them, have a coffee, a drink or whatever beforehand, so they get to know me, then they ease through it, you know, and then then the confidence comes quite naturally. It's about them feeling reassured that they feel heard, feel seen without any judgment, and that's the key point. You know, I have to really get it into their minds that I am not here to judge them, and I don't care that you don't know how to pose. I don't care what your body looks like. I don't care how tall you are. I don't care. All of that, don't care. My job is to get you to find that, Thing that's inside of you, that's literally it. And so initially there's some nerves and then they start feeling it. Then actually they see an insight and sometimes I'll show them the back of the camera and they mm. can't, sometimes there's tears, often there's tears. They can't believe it's them. And I'm like, I took that three seconds ago. That's you. And there's no Photoshop, there's no filter there. And that is usually the thing that makes them go tenfold. They're like, mm. I can do it, boom.
2: So what are they seeing in the back of that camera that they haven't seen, say, in their bathroom mirror? What is the difference,
1: do you think? They're trying in the bathroom mirror. They're posing, and they're looking, and they've got the phone, and they're trying to do, and they're trying to move. They're trying to create create the look. They're trying to, 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 to perfect something. it, yeah. yeah. Whereas this is them moving without thinking. So the beauty of this is, I'm showing you what the rest of the world sees when you're not trying. And that's why this is so powerful, because this is what, this is who you are without trying to do the posing and all that stuff. Yeah. It's so, so it, there's yeah. a
2: level of acceptance for how they are, not mm-hmm. how they think they should be. Exactly. Wow. Tricky as well, because when someone is looking at you, physically
0: looking at you down a lens, mm-hmm. you feel very mm. looked at, mm. exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So for you to be able to make someone feel comfortable mm. in any state of dress or undress they might be in. Mm. That's a skill set. It is. To
2: have, And right? I,
1: that's why I believe I'm a people person first, photographer second, maybe mm. third.
2: Yeah. Oh, I mean, mm. your people skills must be through the roof because they have to, <laughs> well, they have to trust you.
1: Yeah, I listen. Yeah. And I just talk about their story and I guess they just want to feel heard at like anyone else, to be fair, and they often, and people tell me this a lot, they share things with me they don't share with their friends, their family, their partners, and I guess it's just I guess I'm, I'm far enough removed as well. You know, they may yeah. never see me again other than yeah. to come and see their images, and that's okay. Um, but it's for them an opportunity. And they also, I also express, look, have a go. If you come in and you do it half-assed, you're gonna get a half-assed result yeah. at the end. Yeah. So just, you know, jump, and you're gonna be fine.
0: Tell us a story about one of the most transformative shoots you've done or something that stayed with you long, long after you did the session? That's a great
1: question. That's a great question. Uh, Gosh, so many people. One, One that sticks in my mind, gosh there's so many. One that sticks in my mind though, about three years ago, this lady did this shoot and her images were amazing. And what often happens is people are convinced that they won't love their images. Mm. They'll come in to see their images and they'll try and manage my expectations. Oh Merv, the shit was amazing. I went <laughs> off and did this incredible thing afterwards. I felt so empowered, so confident. Thank you so much. But listen, look at what you got to deal with, yeah? Let's be mm. realistic here.
2: Still the self-deprecation. Yeah,
1: yeah, yep, yep, And I sit there and I just smile and nod because I know what's coming, right? And then uh, the images will come up and they just won't believe it. And it happens every single time. And on this occasion- It's amazing. It's, it's, I still feel so lucky that I get to do this, like, every day, it's the best job in the world. Like, I got this experience twice yesterday, it's incredible. So, on this occasion, she saw her images, and the tears and stuff, and then um, we had a big chat and stuff, and then she went to leave, and just before she left, she almost left, and then came back and popped her back through the door. And she said to me, I never told you the real reason why I did this. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting. And she was like, I had something very traumatic happen to me when I was younger, by the hands of a man. God. And I decided that I wanted to reclaim that. Good for her. I just wanted, and and, and I was like, okay, good. Mm. You, I can't tell you how powerful you are. I'd say this mm. all the time. If you follow me in my stories, women should be running the world.
2: <laughs> well, we know that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't need you to tell me me that,
0: man. (laughs) You're making
2: me cry. I mean, that is amazing. But also, hold on for her to walk away Mm -hmm. and have to be able to reclaim herself Mm -hmm. in in and see herself in a new, empowered way, Mm -hmm. rather than the trauma that Mm -hmm. she's been carrying around with her Mm -hmm. is life changing. Absolutely. And also to have trusted you with that
1: is
0: a huge thing. I mean, I know. I know.
1: Tell me about it. Mm. Like, it's something that I do not take for granted. And I thank everyone that comes through those doors. They all get a little handwritten note. Oh, I ruined it, they're all gonna know now. (laughs) But they all get a handwritten note from me just saying thank you because it it changes my life too. Like, my confidence is, you know, when someone comes in and they've just had chemo that morning, you know, and I'm like, and here I am just worried about, you know, what my hair looks like, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your own body confidence like?
1: Body confidence and I say this to everyone, it's a journey. Like it's not something you have or you don't. Like it's it's a roller coaster and I believe having it is having body confidence is about being comfortable with that roller coaster. Mm. So it's good days and bad days. Mm. Right? There's days when I'm like, I look great and there's days when I'm like, No, I don't. Yeah, I'm not feeling it today. And that's what mine is like. When I was growing up I was I've always been quite slender, athletic, slim. My parents would call me skinny, but I'd have the biggest appetite in my whole household. And it was only when I was about 10, 11, I think my grandfather noticed. He's like, wait, hold on a second. You eat more than anyone else here. Maybe we shouldn't be calling you skinny anymore, you know? And it was such a like, I remember that moment, but yeah, like, I guess I've had that sort of concern up until about early 20s. After that, I didn't care. It's mm. so
2: interesting, isn't it? Because when a man is deemed skinny, mm-hmm. it has such a different message to Absolutely. when a woman is deemed skinny. Because Absolutely. most of us
0: are desperate to be called skinny. Mm. I mean, there's no better compliment <laughs> than ha- mm-hmm. but "my not god, for you're a man. so skinny." for a man, no, for yes. a man to be buff. it's all... I know because yeah. I've got three sons who are very athletic. Also, eat like horses. They are very. I would say I'm going to say slim, mm. but you know, they're skinny you can't say
1: that. No, you just <laughs> said it! <laughs> <laughs> you just said it, you're no. naughty. They're slim. They're yeah. slim.
0: They're tall and slim.
1: I think as a guy, you know, and this is something I have worked with men. I haven't like really pushed it, but it's coming. Mm. Um, I actually launched it at the exhibition we did back in March. With men, there's a lot that we have to go through that doesn't really get any airtime. You know, like imagine if I said to you in your around mid-30s, your hair's just gonna naturally just start falling out. Like imagine how terrifying that would be. And that's yeah. just the norm, mm-hmm. you know, as mm-hmm. one example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we take the mick out of it. You know, men do, women do, it's just a one big piss take. But if you dig deeper, there's some, it has an impact on many people, mm. you know?
2: I would hate to lose my hair,
1: mm-hmm. I, Mm-hmm.
2: you know, but you know, we have to wax and... We oh, have them. a lot of, of other course. issues. Oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm <laughs> not comparing. <laughs> no, but you're right, yeah, I'm I, not would, I would feel terrified at the thought of losing, I really would, of losing my hair.
1: Why do
0: you think that body confidence is an important thing Mm. for women?
1: I would say that it enables you to live I find that the feedback I get from my clients is that they are not wearing shorts. Someone came in yesterday saying she wore shorts for the first time, you know, as an example. it's
0: restricting.
1: It's restricting their lives. They're not going on holidays. They're not going to the beach. They're not being intimate with their partners or sex with the lights off, you know. Like, it's stopping them from effectively living. Yeah. If, if I'm not saying you have to have body confidence in order to live, but if you have if you have very low body confidence, it can restrict how much I you agree.
2: are. Mm. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why we have to get on top of this, don't we? We're doing our best. We are doing our <laughs> best. Um, if you could give one piece of advice mm-hmm. to women mm-hmm. around body confidence, what would it be?
1: It's a great question. I would say, firstly, don't think that you're unique in your plight. In other words, mm. you know, people talk as if, "Well, I am this, and I've got this, and I'm, and I'm." Where actually, the person sat next to you is probably going through the exact same insecurity and same thing. So, I'd say, be brave and build a little community so you can all help each other and then police each other. When your mate says, "I don't know, I've got to jump from the second floor to get in these jeans," don't say. <laughs> in order, in order to make them feel better, don't say. Well, I've got to jump from the fourth floor. Because I know you're trying to make them feel better, but actually you're getting in the dark well with them. How about you challenge that mentality and that language and say, actually, it's not that bad. You know, how how about we try a different pair of jeans or whatever you can do in that moment instead of encouraging this, because this is the cycle. It's these little one-liners and these little quips. They're like cigarettes or a glass of wine. In isolation, fine. But if that's all you're consuming and all you're doing, it will have such a negative impact. And you'll get to a point in your life and you'll look back and you'll be like, I missed it all. Yep. That's my bit of advice.
2: It's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. How, and I'm sure there'll be many people that want to get in touch with you. How can they get in touch with you? How can they find out more about your work?
1: So you can type in you at yours anywhere on the internet and you'll find me other than TikTok, although my social media manager is trying to put pressure on me on that one. Um, <laughs> I know I should it's be there. dark, dark I hole. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. It's um, a dark but necessary hole. Yeah. Um, you at yours anywhere. You'll um, blow
2: up on TikTok, yeah, by the way. I think blow you do very well up. Well on TikTok. That's what yeah. she's saying.
1: I'm yeah. hearing this. Thank she's, you. She's right. I know, I know.
2: She doesn't often say that. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> so I would take that
1: thank you um, yeah you at yours anywhere so at you at yours on Instagram you can find me there follow me engage you know and actually I would say follow me for a while and get to know me a bit better before you even think about getting to the website and inquiring and stuff it's really important
2: lovely, lovely. thank you so much you have been such a delight and we have loved having you at the club haven't we absolutely thank, thank you. you
1: thank you thank you